Welcome to All Time Greatness. I'm Anthony. I'm Paul. Huge episode here. Huge news around the NFL. We'll also get into some basketball today. Um, let's start off with the NFL news, coaching, firings, everything. Um, start off with the two obvious ones. Let's first. let's start off with the first ones though. Sunday morning, we got Broncos firing Vic Fangio. Um, your take first. Little shocker. I think they should have given him another year. Because, like, when you think about it, yeah, they missed the playoffs, but it was not until the second to last week they were officially eliminated. They didn't even have that negative of a record. What was it, like 7-9? and 7-10. and 10. The record wasn't that negative compared to some of these coaches that have worse records, so I'm surprised they didn't give him, like, one more year. Um, my opinion on it is they're much better now this year than they were with his first year. I will say I think they let him go a little early unless they go out and get someone a little better. That's the only thing I'm thinking that the Broncos are doing. Um, because obviously Vic Fangio is a pretty damn good coach. I think it, since you're firing him, you got to get a guy that's going to focus on the quarterback position. Because quarterback position is the only thing wrong with the Broncos. Literally, they're a playoff team. But what's holding them back, like Vic Fangio said in the postgame, is... In the AFC West, there's great quarterbacks, and then the Broncos have average to below average quarterbacks, Bridgewater and Luck. Um, so I think they need to address that. I think they'll go out there and trade for someone. Um, but, you know, I think the only move that will help this out, firing Vic Fangio, is getting someone better that's going to help the quarterback position, get the quarterback position, and um, make that thing a priority so they can compete. They're not a bad team. They're not far off. From Super Bowl contenders, I think they're Super Bowl contenders with a average or above average quarterback. That's what they're missing because they got a good running core with Williams and Gordon. You obviously know their receiving core, Patrick Sutton, um, Judy, not bad. Um, Noah Fan at the tight end position. Their offensive line is pretty damn good. Um, we might be getting one of their offensive linemen um, on the podcast. Um, some of you may know him as Dal- Dalton Wisner. Um, pretty good guy. Also, let's go into the next one. The Bears firing Matt Nagy and their GM. Your take on this. Do you think this helps them or do you think they should have kept them at least one more year? It's about damn time. He should have went last year. It's about damn time they got rid of him. He should have went last year. Everyone has... Just been waiting for this to happen for the longest time, so I'm not really surprised about Matthew Nagy getting fired. Like this, this was long overdue, in my opinion. Um, I think I will argue with you on the um last year. I don't think he should have been let go last year. I do think this year his decision makings and him not having a game plan for Justin Fields is what cost him. The only thing he could have as an argument is. I made the playoffs two out of my two out of the four years I've been here. That's pretty damn good. Um, so he's won. But I am thinking, you know, I, I do end of the day still think it's a good move this year, letting him go. Um and the GM start from scratch. You got a great guy in Justin Fields, build around him. Yeah, um, I don't think he was able to learn as good as he should yeah. have been able to because of his play calling that he had him do. Yeah, so I I I will say, you know, I think it's the good move moving forward with Justin Fields as a quarterback. 
build, get someone that's going to build that team around him, like what the Ravens did with Lamar. They transformed that whole offense from Flacco to Jackson, and, you know, the whole offense is Lamar. Uh, I think they're going to do that with Justin Fields. Now the Vikings, divisional rival, doing the same thing, firing the GM and firing Mike Zimmer. You go first for this. I'll go first for this one. I think it's about damn time for Mike Zimmer. You know, he made the playoffs twice out of, what, his last eight years? Eh, that's not so good. The only thing that I'm going to remember Mike Zimmer as is the Minnesota Miracle. That's really I'm going to remember him for. You know, he's a great defensive play, um, coordinator. He, he's a, the defense has never been the problem in Minnesota. It's just the offense. Um, I think he will get another job as a defense coordinator somewhere. Head coach, he's probably done. Head coach, yeah. I, I, I just I think his time ran his course. Um, what about Nagy? You think he could get? I, I don't know, but um, I do think it's a good move for the Vikings. But do you have anything for this one? Um, I think, like you said, it's long overdue. Um, Minneapolis Miracle, yeah, he's gonna be remembered for that. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, when you think about last year, he said the defense he had was the worst defense he ever had. Yet he's supposed to be a defensive coach, so technically, I don't know why he's blaming them for that. Um, not again, like with Matthew Nagy, no surprise that Michael Zimmer got fired either. Like these were the two people going into this season that were saying they're going to be fired by the end of the year, whether they whether they made the playoffs or not. And I, and I don't know why. I saw Nagy try to have them win out like that was going to save his job. That's not that wasn't going to save his job. Ironically enough, they played each other. What fired Matt Nagy is him not having a game plan for Justin Fields. That's what ultimately got him. Yeah, and I mean, I think that even though this is more so like a quarterback situation, Kirk Cousins is a, in my opinion, underrated quarterback. But maybe now you could get a better coach, so maybe this can help Justin Jefferson improve even more than he already oh, improved. Imagine he gets even better. <laughs> so, um, now, the most surprising firing. Just happened today. This Whoa. is where I think the teams that just fired their head coaches, number one guy that should be on that list for hiring, Dolphins firing Brian Flores. He should, he should immediately... Any team that's fine, including the Giants, should be number one in their in their um head coaching list. And that guy, Brian Flores, deserves another head coaching job. You know, he was there for his three years in, in Miami. First year went six and ten. Okay. Obviously they they had they were just accumulating picks and tanking for Tua. Not bad. Um, so I'll give him exemption for that one. That's fine. It's your first year. You know, first year is going to be a little tough, especially when you had a terrible team like Miami. Let's also go in um, second year, last year. 10-5. and 10-5. Barely, barely missed the playoffs. Great year by, a pretty good rookie year by Tua. So therefore, Flores is a great coach. Defense in Miami is only getting better with Flores as a head coach. So the first year, you're like, your second year, you're like, okay, Flores is your, you have something here. This past year, 1-7. I understand if you fire him right at that moment, one and seven, because that's not good after coming off a ten and five year. But you win your eight, win your last eight out of your nine, and you get to nine and eight, and you finish the year with a winning record and almost made the playoffs and sweep the Patriots. So you tell me, how does that make you want to fire your coach? 
I don't understand the, the thinking unless you're going to get someone better. But who's better right now on the coaching market than Brian Flores? No one. There's no coach I'm taking right now in the head coaching market than Brian Flores. Great defensive-minded head coach. Literally Mike Townsend 2.0. I think he's, if I'm Denver, screw it. I'm going after Brian Flores, and I think they win. A, they could make. They could make a Super Bowl with Brian Flores. Brian Flores is a very great coach. His first, his last two seasons with Miami, Miami's been a top two defense. Unbelievable. Um, I, I just, I don't know what the Dolphins are doing. I, I really don't. Um, then you also look at it. What is? What does this do for Tua? You know, is a the head coach you're bringing in going to be confident in Tua? Like Flores, Flores was 100 percent confident in Tua. Um. This re- this raises questions, but um, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'd be upset. You know, Brian Flores was you guys were trending in the right direction, and you know if I'm a, if I'm a team that needs a head coach, I'm calling Brian Flores up and I'm hiring him. So that's my opinion on it. I'm shocked. I'm upset about it. I think it's a stupid move, but what's so, your take? One, I don't know why they got rid of B Flow. Like I can understand if. Like, I mean, I guess you could give Tua a pass last year because he was still coming off of that injury. And he's a rookie, rookie but he's still finished with a running record. Yeah, and then if you look at this season, he had a full healthy... He had the chance he was healthy for majority of the year, and he improved a lot. If he didn't improve at all, counting his rookie season, maybe I understand. But you can see how much he improved because of B-Flow alone. Mm -hmm. So I don't really understand why you would. And... Like you said, it's just a it's just a dumb move. And as I said to you earlier, I won't be surprised if this comes back and bites them in the ass. Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna touch on that point. This feels like a Lions two again. You know how so Lions with Jim Caldwell, his first four seasons went two out of his last four seasons. Two out of his four seasons as that Lions head coach they made, the playoffs. made the playoffs. Never once had a losing season under Jim Caldwell. They fired him. Look at D- Detroit right now. Jim Caldwell better get another shot in the NFL, just like Brian Flores. Brian Flores did the exact same thing as Jim Caldwell. Take the race out of it, because I don't like bringing race in it. This makes me raise the question. Now now I'm upset, because you look at his statistic. Yeah, 24 and 25 is his first three years. Those losses were in his first year. Most Most of them. And look, he got put into. He changed the Miami Dolphins team around and like that. And they are so damn good. They swept the Patriots. You're telling me that's not a good season? After the 20 years Some teams New England did? beat them one time. It's, it's, it pissed. And division rival too. It's upsetting me um, that the Dolphins did this. I think the Dolphins will. It's hard to beat, get someone better than Brian Flores. Like, it, it's hard because Brian Flores is gonna change whoever he goes to next um and i think this is gonna come back and bite them i really do because brian flores is the best head coach out of bill belichick's system that i've seen um he's also reminds me of mike Tomlin. um so i think if i'm an nfl if i'm an nfl gm today i'm hiring brian flores as my head coach i'm not letting him spend another day on the free agent coaching market he's my head coach today so, so if I'm the Giants right now, I'm firing Joe Judge, which we will get into in a couple minutes, and I'm hiring Brian Flores. So you're saying he gets canned and re-signed in the same Oh, I, 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 if I'm a GM, I'm doing that. Who's better on the coaching market right now? 
Then Brian Flores. Name one. I don't know. Here, wait, hold on. I'll name one. Flores, Zimmer, um, Nagy, Fangio. Let's Co- say Harbaugh. All those people. Let's said. say Jim Harbaugh. Um, who else? Andy Reid. No. Um, who else would I say that has a chance? Um, Jim Caldwell. Jim Harbaugh to make it clear because yeah, Jim Harbaugh. You um, you said Bill O'Brien. Peterson. And Bill O'Brien. All right. So let's rank them. Brian Flores or Mike Zimmer? Who are you taking? Flores. Okay. Boom. Z- um, Flores and Nagy. Flores. Flores. Yep. Fangio or Flores? Flores. Okay. Harbaugh. Harbaugh is the only exception. So I'm taking Harbaugh over Flores. So Harbaugh is the only exception. Caldwell. I... I think that's I'm taking. Hard. I think I'm taking Flores, but that's very close. So th- that's an exception. That one's on the fence. That's on the fence. Peterson and Flores taking bias out Flores. Yup, exactly. I would too. Bill O'Brien and Flores. Flores. I'm taking Flores. Flores just so there is only two people that are right now that is still a debate that I'm taking over Flores. So right now Flores is the best coach on the open market. I'm I'm hiring him. Um. Let's get into your Giants. If I'm the Giants, I'm firing Joe Judge after what he's done, and I'm getting Fangio. I mean, getting Flores. You go first since it's your team. So I don't even know where to start. I know everyone was saying fire Gettleman, but from what you told me earlier, he just retired anyway, so you can't fire somebody who's retired. Mm-hmm. After a 19-46 and 46 record, I was high on Joe Judge, but after what I saw yesterday, if we fire him, good riddance if we fire him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I guess you said five weeks ago his job probably wasn't in jeopardy. But we've just gotten worse and worse. He's not, basically, from what I've seen, he's not letting our offense run, like, the plays that we should be running. Because he, he's trying to take control, and then he has us doing stupid stuff. Like, you want to talk about yesterday, that third and nine? Mm-hmm. We're on the five-yard line. Third, on the other side of the field. Third and nine, he has his quarterback sneak which I'm guessing his knowledge and reason would be so we could have more room for the punter, but that's stupid. And understandably, as a Giants fan, but even if I wasn't a Giants fan, if I was in that arena, I would also be irate and booing too because why our team is struggling and then you're not helping the matters worse. And apparently, from what I heard watching the game, our, our locker room wasn't acting like a team that was 4-12 and at the time. But, like, he's got to go. All right. I'm taking Flores. If I'm the Giants firing Joe Judge and bringing Flores, I think Flores changes your whole team. You make the playoffs next year or in two years. You make the playoffs if you have Brian Flores right now. I'm being serious about that. Um, but let me go into Joe Judge. When he was first hired. I thought it was a good idea. When he was I was a hired. huge Judge fan. Huge. I, I, thought, thought, I thought it was a good idea just because he was around Belichick. And we know... Uh-huh. And Nick not, Saban. So I thought it was a good move. Yes, agree. I thought it was a good move. The past couple years, I was like, okay, he, just give him another shot. They improved. You improved last year. You got better last, last year. Last year, we should have made the playoffs, but Peterson won. But this year, man, um, there's... Especially yesterday. Listen, I understand you don't have good quarterbacks. Jones is hurt. Okay. But that doesn't explain the third and ninth play. That's the stupidest thing I've ever... And see, 
The stupidest thing. I, I, I. Oh, you was watching football. That's the, that's the stupidest. Football. Remember the Colts Patriots one that Sunday night? Um, when it was, it yeah, was they were punting. Yeah, that was the stupid. This tops that one. I, I don't understand what's going on. Your, your fans are upset. You're not having people bring in. Um, you're not bringing in fans. You didn't carry a full fifty-three man roster yesterday because you didn't have the salary cap. So the Giants are just a dumpster fire. If I'm and I, if I'm the Giants, listen, fire. He should have been Joe gone. Judge. You gotta fire him today, because I'm taking Brand Force. Joe Judge is insane. I don't understand what he's thinking. Him talking also in the um interviews and stuff. He's just making himself worse. He's making himself worse. And um, I think the only guy safe on the Giants staff is Patrick Graham. That's really the only guy I think is safe. Um, because Joe Judge is just running himself out of, himself out of town. Um, as an organization, right now, if I'm taking Jets or Giants, who has a better foundation, I'm taking the Jets. Because they have a good coach, and they have a good quarterback, and their foundation is very good. They have so many young guys that got experience this year. They're going to be better next year. The Giants are just stuck in the mud. As a fan, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. So and taken by SEL, I think we can rightfully so not be happy. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Um, New York fans deserve better. Um, especially because, as you said, we we're known for winning mm-hmm. in our history. We have a rich history of winning, and we haven't had a rich history win. And then I don't understand either why, if Judge is supposed to be this so-called coach that's trying to help us win. Why did two weeks ago he let us go on the fucking boat again? Remember that from 2016? Mm-hmm. You and said we never learned. I want to say this. I want to say this. Jerry Reese and John Mara are the problem. Who's Jerry People, Reese again? Um, co-GM and stuff, co-owner. Um, listen, a couple years ago, we thought Tom Coughlin was the issue. We th- then we thought Eli Manning was the issue. Then we went and thought... Um, What's that guy's name? Um, oh, Ben McAdoo was the issue. Then we thought Pat Shermer was. Then we thought Pat Shermer is the issue. Pat Shermer has a great Broncos offense that he's coordinating. And look at this stat line as I show you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Um, the, the Giants are just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And then... You, uh, you hire a guy to be the GM that has no business being a GM. And then, like... And yesterday, they showed him up in the skybox. This man was on his phone, not even watching the game. It's... it's what's the next excuse? Like, the Giants, you gotta, you gotta honestly, if I'm... If, I gotta really think about something. You don't even know about Jones anymore? Listen, you're you're a dumpster fire. You're you're grit. You're bringing in people that aren't winning you games. You're bringing in personnel that's not winning you football games. After you've been winning, first you blame Coughlin. I was never blaming him. Like the Giants are just a mess, and you got to figure something out. Our AK, defense is fine. It's AKA, offense. AKA, Brian Just saying. Just saying. Our, our defense is fine. I'm just saying. Brian Flores. Beef up. If Judge isn't fired by next week, there's a Oh, issue. if he's not by, fired by Wednesday, on there's Wednesday's an episode, there's an issue. There's an issue. But let's get into the games now. Um, you want to start with me? 
you first because right. you got to talk about your team. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, 16-13 overtime win. What a game. Um, Big Ben's last regular season game. Big Ben finally gets one last playoffs, one last playoff chance. We'll be out. It's it's not gonna be a good game, but at least he gets to be in the playoffs. You're gonna watch it. You're not gonna watch it. No, watch it, but like it's not gonna be a good game. Uh huh. You know he went thirty of forty four, two forty four yards, one touchdown, one pick. There was some possessions he, um, I'm a. I'm actually kind of happy he's leaving because there are some throws that, you know, he shouldn't have made. But let's get into the real problem. TJ Watt, 22 and a half sacks, tied Michael Strahan's record. We will, the Steelers are reviewing and the NFL is reviewing that strip sack yeah, that got turned that. into this weird call. By Wednesday, we were here if he has broken the official they sack record. By Wednesday. By Wednesday. So we will see if T.J. Watt does get the 23 sacks and is now the new leader. But just him tying it, he is Defensive Player of the Year. There's no question. Taking by a CL. T.J. Watt missed four more games than everyone else and still puts up this performance. And not only does he sack people, he deflects the football, fumbles the football. He's just everything you want. And he's led the NFL in sacks. Pass. Five. I think I've seen him get interceptions every once in mm-hmm. a while. And he's ever since he's been in the NFL, he's led the league in sacks. Just say. Every year. Yep. So this year he deserves that defensive player of the year. Um. I now know you, I know you were pissed last year he didn't win. Yeah. But if well, he doesn't win this year. This year, that, there's something. We're going on a tirade this year if he doesn't win. Um. <laughs> Tyler, let's go into the Ravens now. Um. Tyler Huntley, sixteen of thirty-one, one forty-one yards. Two interceptions. He struggled, but he is such a good um, running quarterback. 12 attempts, 72 yards. He's what kept the Ravens in the game. Well, not really. He was the second option. But Latavius freaking Mori looked like his old Raiders self. 16 attempts, 150 yards, one touchdown, and averaged 9.4 yards a carry. Latavius Murray looked like his old self, and he was really making the Steelers' defense a problem. And I was starting to get worried because I feel like if they just ran the ball the whole game, the Steelers had no chance. The Latavius Murray was doing whatever he wants. Even with that stag defense? Yeah. Look at the selling. Latavius Murray showed up. Um, Mark Andrews, congrats. Eight receptions, 85 yards. Most receptions by Ravens. Um, wide receiver slash tight end. Um, in history, along with yardage. In so a single season. And yardage. Yep, in a single season. So... Mark Andrews is going to be in the Ravens Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about it. Um, he's just built different. He's, he's great. He's built different. Um, but if the Ravens did shock me, six-game losing streak heading into the offseason. Eight and three, and then they lose out. It's I wouldn't have thought about it, but you did lose Lamar, which I'm shocked Lamar didn't come back at all. Um, but it does also raise... You know, he's going to be healthy. He's going to be healthy by next year. So, Ravens are going to be very healthy by next year. You know, all the injuries that they've had, they're bringing all their running backs back from injury. Marquise Peters is coming back. The Ravens are going to be much better next year. I still think what hurt them is Harbaugh making them go. Yeah, but I feel like they wouldn't have to go through that. If the team was better. If the team was healthy, but they did have injuries. 
But I do want to just say Big Ben swept the Ravens one last time. Just saying. Just saying. Just little. Well, ta- you just a to, little dag. Did you want to see Lamar come back personally to see if he could beat? No, him? Uh, no, no, no. Because you like Lamar. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. Steelers. One last time. Forgot to mention that's where Big Ben played his first game mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger played his first game. In uh-huh. How many times did he sweep him? Couple. Couple times. Um. But yeah, that's just my take on that game. Um, we'll get into this um, playoffs with the Steelers in a little bit. I saw I saw some of that game. That was a good game from mm-hmm. what I saw. Uh, Do you want to say, Najee Harris is a beast. He never hit the rookie wall this year. 340 touches, zero fumbles. That is remarkable. Just saying. But. Uh, I think I watched some of that game, but like. I didn't see Najee play because you said he got hurt. He got hurt the first play. I did watch the second half. He was back in there for a little bit. Some of the passes, I mean, for once, I think this was a game where Johnson didn't fumble a pass. Nope. Like, bobble, because, you know, he has... I can't say he has bad hands because he's in the league and we're not, but, like, he Mm -hmm. tends to have an issue with dropping the ball. Mm -hmm. And this was one of those games he didn't... I didn't see James Washington for some reason. Every every time I watch a Steelers game, all I see is Chase, 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 a.k.a. it's supposed to be your Calvin Johnson. But mm-hmm. uh, that's just a, I watched some of that game. Wait, we got to talk about the other game, Jaguars. Yeah, that's next, but I want you to get in your game. Yeah, I mean, all your games were before mine, though. Doesn't matter. You get going with yours. Well, my first game, um, San Francisco 49ers visiting the Los Angeles Rams. This was a great game. This was a game for the Niners where if they win, they're in. And if they didn't win, they would have to hope the Saints lost in order to get in. But Jimmy Garoppolo, 23 of 32, 316 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Eli Mitchell had 85 yards on 21 carries. Brandon Ayuk had six receptions, 107 yards. And Debo Samuel had 45 yards and one touchdown on six catches. I like I like that guy. What's his name? Juwan Jennings. I yep. like that dude. From what I was watching yesterday, he had ninety four yards, two touchdowns, and six receptions. And then you look at the Rams side of the ball. Matthew Stafford went twenty one of thirty two, two hundred thirty eight yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Sonny Michelle had forty three yards on twenty one carries. Cooper Cup he had. One rush for 18 yards and 118 yards on seven catches and a touchdown. And congrats to him because he won the triple crown. Yep. Very good. Um, Tyler Higby had six receptions, 55 yards, two touchdowns. Van Jefferson had two receptions, 31 yards. And Odell had 18 yards on two receptions. So I'm seeing a lot of people say that, like, this game. Okay, first, let's talk about the game. This was a really good game. I watched the whole thing. It ended up going into overtime, and at halftime, it looked like it was over because the Rams were up 17 to nothing, and then they choked this lead and ended up losing because they let the 49ers just came out hot. Like, you could tell whatever halftime speech they got, it worked because they came out hot, and I think they scored, like, they scored up to 17 unanswered points before the Rams scored again. Then they came back and scored. It had to go to overtime, and then the 49ers ultimately ended up winning. But I'm seeing a lot of people say when the Rams are in the playoffs, Stafford is going to be their downfall. 
because he's always throwing interceptions at the worst possible times. And a lot of times during the regular season, he threw a couple pick sixes, which came back to hurt them. I mean, I guess it didn't because they made the playoffs, but, like, if they lost those games, those pick sixes would have came back to hurt them. So, like, I'm seeing, like, Stafford, his problem with the playoffs is his inconsistency. That That's what it is. Like, normally a quarterback... He'll have one bad game, and then he'll come out and have, like, five good games. He's been inconsistent. He'll have one good game, one bad game, one average game where he's kind of bad but kind of good. He can never just have one stable stat line, and that, that's what's hurting them. And they, I don't think – if they get eliminated before the division round, it's because he's – an at least this season, or at least the later half of the year, he's been an inconsistent quarterback, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? All right. I'll watch that game. What a game. What a game. Um, I will say, Elijah Mitchell, holy. He is going to be a dominant running back in this league. He was having himself a game. And I told you that on a couple episodes in in person, off air. He's going to be good. He's good. He's good. And now you saw it. Um, We also saw what Jimmy G could be when he doesn't turn the ball over. Like this last two minutes of the fourth quarter. We saw what happened. With a broken thumb. With a broken thumb. So, if he can tur- not have the turnovers, we saw what happens. Um, also, I want to say congratulations to Debo Samuel because I saw a stat. He's actually the he's the first rookie in NFL history to have eight rushing touchdowns in a single season as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I don't think – I think the last time the person had that record was like the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, But um, I will say, you know – Give all the credit to on the 49ers coming back, everything. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with in, in the playoffs. You said teams should be scared of them. Oh, I think they're they're dangerous. Um, They're a sleeper, definitely. Yeah, they might be a tough out. I will say this for the Rams now. Let's get into the Rams because I have a huge bone to pick. Um, with Matthew Stafford? So the last seven games, how many picks does he have? About eight. He had another two pit interception game um, yesterday. Do we really think Jared Goff's better? I mean, Jared Goff's worse than Matt Stafford? I don't know. The past couple years? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, uh, I'm taking Stafford over Goff. But these interceptions are really making me concerned. And I said that in the last episode. They're making me concerned. Um, because you have these weapons. And, you know, you're costing yourself a game. Like, what's what's going on? Like, the, like the one to Odell to end the game, that was deeply underthrown. Um, but let me get into the... Um, Defense for the Rams. Obviously, Stafford is a concern, and we have to mention that. How the... With Ramsey, Donald, Miller, and Leonard Floyd, how do you blow a 17-0 lead at half? How do you blow it? At home. I don't know. That that's part's on the defense. Stafford can't control that. The defense choked. Because there's no reason for you to blow a 17-0 lead with that good of a defense. Um... I am very concerned for the Rams. Um, I don't think they're making the NFC Championship. I don't even think they're a top team in the NFC. 
I think they'll win, maybe in the play, um, wild card, but I, I don't I don't see them getting far. Um, just with the Stafford with Stafford turnovers and seeing what the defense is, they can be terrible at times and choke, and then they could be very damn good. Um, so I I'm if I'm a Rams fan, I'm worried. Because, you know, you got swept by the 49ers. So. You think they could get out the first round at least? Maybe. Maybe. I'll, I'll talk about that in, um, when we make our wild card predictions. But um, let me get into my game next. Colts versus Jaguars. What a game. Colts choke. The Colts, massive choke. Carson Wentz, 17-29, 185 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and one fumble lost. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. He is not good. He's simply not good. Um, he was the reason the Colts lost this game. The huge reason. Um, I, I, I can probably guarantee you, I think if we had to bet out life savings before Sunday, that the Colts were going to win, I think we'd do it. That we'd, we'd make that bet, right? No. No, no. It, like, before Sunday happened, 99% chance you think the Colts win this game? Yep. Seven straight years now the Colts have lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Um, Jonathan Taylor had an all right game. 15 attempts, 77 yards. Obviously not what we are accustomed to seeing. At least not this season. But, man, Carson Wentz really stuck up the joint. And he is not <laughs> a good quarterback. I think the Colts, I think the Eagles won the trade with the um, Colts. You know, they acquired Devontae Smith with the Colts pick. They also have Jalen Hurts. They're in the playoffs. The Colts are not. Col- this um, game lies on Carson Wentz. He was so bad in this game. You know, you lose to a team that um, had fans showing up in clown costumes. The brown paper bags on their head, too. It's, 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 I'm completely shocked. It's um, embarrassing, too. It's very embarrassing. 2-14 two, two and 14 as a team that you're playing against at the time. And all you have to do is win, and you get in the playoffs. And this is why I tell you, I would have rather have Phillip Rivers back than Carson Wentz. Taking the Rivers biasy out of it. Rivers would get you in the playoffs. Rivers is winning that game. Rivers is winning you that game. That's why I keep saying Taylor is the should be the MVP. Because without Taylor, the Colts would not be this good of a team. Because you see how bad Carson Wentz is. I think without Taylor, they'd probably have a negative record. Oh, 100%. (laughs) But let's get into the Jaguars now. Because the Jaguars deserve some credit. Especially Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence had his best game. All season. As a rookie in in the NFL in all season long. 23 of 32, 223 yards, two touchdowns. He had his best game in the NFL. And huge confidence booster for him and the Jaguars fan base. Moving into his second year. I do think he gets better next year. Um, Marvin Jones, dude's very underrated and very consistent. Um, seven receptions, 88 yards, one touchdown. This game as a whole, including the defense, was the Jaguars' best game all season long. So big shout out to the Jaguars. Um, and Darren Daryl Bevel, you know, what a job he's done as the interim head coach for the Jaguars. He's made them play at their hardest and didn't have them give up. So I think 
you got to give some credit to where credit's due for the Jaguars. So, congrats to the Jaguars, and what a choke bite the Indianapolis Colts. Because they're out in the playoffs. It's just, I... And they didn't even have a special stipulation that if they lost, they no, could they, have happen and they still get in. They, they're just done. It's, it's remarkable. Uh, like, I don't, I don't see how you can have Carson Wentz moving forward as a quarterback. I really don't. And he was hurt a lot this year. No, Carson Wentz sucks, though. You yeah, can't but, tell me. No, I'm saying. No, I know he does. Like, taking biasy out of it from when he was on the Eagles. Yeah, and you can't Giants. tell me Carson Wentz gives you an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. You can't. After this game, I, I, don't, I don't think the Colts ever win a Super Bowl as long as he's the quarterback. Unless it was 2017 Carson Wentz. They're not. No, not that, he had a fluke season. That's a fluke because he's been terrible. Carson Wentz is one of the worst quarterbacks I've seen. Simple. It's, it's, I don't understand how you lose that fucking game. I really don't. And you got blown out. It wasn't like it was close. You got blown out. And you sucked. You want to know who I'm taking over Carson Wentz? Who? Andy Dalton. I thought you were going to say Jared Goff. Oh, and Jared Goff. Or Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones, like, Carson Wentz is seriously, seriously bad. The Eagles won that trade. Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, not, and they're in the playoffs, and the Colts are not. Take, taking Biasy out, I think there shouldn't have been, like, a battle between Hurts and Wentz. Once they drafted Hurts, Hurts should have been started. Oh, this just, this just proves that Wentz was terrible. And this terrible, and that Jalen Hurts it was the right move by the Philadelphia Eagles. And even though he won them a Super Bowl, I st- I probably would still take Nick Foles over him right now, even though he's thousand percent. Carson Wentz is so bad. I don't I don't understand how you can make an argument for him to still be a, a legitimate good quarterback. I he's he's a below average quarterback in my eyes. Simple. I oh. forgot who their backup is. He probably would have did that. No, I don't know. Uh, that's just what a choke. But let's get into your last game. What a game Sunday night. You get into it. So last night it was, uh, well, this game has special stipulations. If this game was a tie, your Steelers or Ravens, whoever ended up winning that game, if this game tied, even if you guys won, you weren't in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So no matter which one of your teams won, obviously you guys did, you you didn't care who won. You were just rooting for it to end with an actual win, yep. not a tie. And first, I want to say this game was so long that it started last night and went into earlier this morning, past midnight. This was a great well, on game. the east side, on the east coast. Yeah, west coast. They were still in yesterday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Well, over here it was. So Justin Herbert, thirty-four of sixty-four. That's exactly fifty percent. Three hundred eighty-three yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Austin Eckler, who I think is an underrated running back, has six. he had 16 carries, 64 yards, and one touchdown. Jared Cook, for once, had a good game because we know he has a history of not having the best hands. Mm-hmm. He had four receptions for 80 yards. Jalen Guyton had 52 yards on six catches, and the exact same stat line can also be said for Keenan Allen. They had the same thing. For the Raiders' side, Derek Carr had 20. He was 20 of 36, 166 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs had 26 carries, 132 yards, one touchdown. I don't know how to say, I don't know his first name, but the receiver Edwards, he had 63 yards on four catches, and Moreau had two receptions, 50 yards. And I think that Hunter Renfro is an underrated receiver. 
for sure on the Raiders. But like, I want to talk about the Raiders for a second because one, especially for Derek, Derek Carr deserves to be in this playoff. Like mm-hmm. 2015, they made it, but he broke his leg, so he didn't play, even though they made the playoffs. And putting the and when you take all the shit that they dealt with this whole season, not naming what happened and like just the just fact not naming at all yeah just the, the fact happened. that they made the playoffs with everything that went on with them and as you said i like that their interim head coach i like that guy he uh, he's better than joe judge he's definitely in play he should be at least looked at for a head coaching job because unlike joe judge for a special teams coach he knows what he's doing like mm-hmm. taking the giants bias out of it like mm-hmm. he obviously as a special teams coach knows like he early shows that he might be able to make a team do good mm-hmm. as a head coach. Yep. So he's a real good coach. But then look at the other side, Justin Herbert. He he showed why he's the franchise guy. He showed he should have been there. And you could tell that he really wanted to make the playoffs and wasn't trying to tie because you could see the look of total like depression and like disappointment on his face when they lost. Because this game went into overtime, and then the Raiders ended up getting the game-winning field goal. But we got now for the Chargers, we got to talk about all those fourth downs they were converting. Some of those throws that Herbert was making, I don't know how he was making them. I don't even make that many fourth down attempts in Madden. I mean, I make a bunch, but I don't make that many. Like, personally, for Madden, I, I only go for it if it's fourth and five or lower. Other than that, I always mm-hmm. punt it or take three. So the fact that they were going for it on fourth and 21, getting a touchdown, going for it on like fourth and 10 and just getting first downs like it was nothing. Yep. He showed that he in late game situations like that, because it was a late game situation, he showed he can handle the pressure. He It's not like he's nervous and he can't handle the pressure. He knows how to read defenses because he was making smart passes. And I also think Mike Williams is underrated, too, for a receiver. Even though I think he's going to become a free agent this he, year. Even though people are saying, oh, he's only good because he can make contested catches. And I'm like, it's not about that. It's the fact, like, for an underlooked guy, he makes good catches. And the catches he makes, they're damn good catches, too. It's not like he's just wide open. He's going to have a lot of teams looking at him in free agency, for sure. Um, Maybe you guys should get him. What do you think about this game? This was a great game. No, I feel like even though the Chargers lost, they, they shouldn't be disappointed. I will say I this. I feel like they have a good coach in Brandon Staley. Yeah. And Herbert, obviously, you got your franchise guy. I do do want to say this. I told you this on on a call before the game um, yesterday. I said I would bet everything that this game does not end in that tie. I was scared. After that was I was very, very concerned near the end of that game I thought that it was, was going to go into a tie. I mean, but if they did a good job concealing that, it would have been purposeful. But um, I do want to say, my mouth is shut for Justin Herbert. You know, I was a huge Justin Herbert fan. Um, having him come in the draft when so many people won. Oh, then you I was saying he's overrated. he's good, he's good, he's good, he's good. Then I called him overrated. I I started seeing some slippage. There's no slippage. That's why I'm telling you. I think he listens to um, us. Six for six. On, on fourth, fourth down, one hundred six yards and a touchdown. Holy shit! That is that is damn impressive. Sixty four pass pass attempts too. Let me say this: if it weren't for a couple games, the twenty nineteen NFL draft with no, it was twenty twenty. Was it twenty twenty? Because last year was his rookie year. 
This was his second year. So, 2020? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm freaking... Yeah, 2019 because it's, it's color. Uh, okay. So, yeah, 2020, all three quarterbacks would have made the playoffs. Tua, Burrow, Herbert. But obviously, Burrow's in it. But... This, this was game of the year. This was game of the year. It's definitely an omni. I, I got to think about other games, but... Last year, game of the year was Ravens and Browns on that Monday night game. This was probably game of the year. This like, year. whole... Like, wow. What a game. Um, Herbert, there's no question. He's top 10. No question. Um, I just... I did hear... Uh, report that... The Raiders did talk to their team when there was before the Chargers called the last timeout. They the Raiders told them, told each other they're just gonna run the clock out and they're gonna take the time. Brandon Staley calls the timeout. The Raiders rethink it and they decide to want to win the game. You can see the Raiders teammates telling Austin Eckler. And you can see in Eckler's face the disappointment. They told Austin Eckler if Staley didn't call the timeout, it would have ended in a tie. Um, as a Chargers player, I would be I would be very depressed um, to know that. Obviously, you wouldn't know during the game if you guys are going to tie. Um, as a Steelers fan, you would have been more depressed. But, you know, wow. Like, tie. almost got a tie game, but... I'm happy it didn't end in the tie. I'm happy the Raiders thought about it a second time, thinking, you know. So we could say Staley saved the game then. Staley saved the Raiders, um, but... He saved the Steelers. I wouldn't have mind... Honestly, I wouldn't have mind a tie. I just didn't want it to be on purpose. But, um... Like we said, we wanted it to come... I wanted it at least be like this game, and then if if it happens, like he misses the field goal and it goes in the tie... Then that's perfectly fine. Just didn't make it blatantly happen. Yeah. But damn. The Raiders, huge credit. Amazing. The shit they had to go through. And um, for them to still get a 10-win season and make the playoffs, they're going to put up a fight. It's... This might have been one of the best Monday night games that or Sunday games nights. I've seen like since that Monday night Rams Chiefs one a couple mm-hmm. years back. This probably was one of the best. Raiders. There's there's nothing bad you can say about the Raiders. They they really turned a chapter from what happened this year, all season long, and really didn't let go. And that that shows huge credit to Derek Carr and why he's so underrated. And Rich Passage. Um, but really Derek Carr. You know, he could have definitely said after they were on that losing streak after the whole situation with the player that we're not going to name. I want to get traded. No, no, no. Um, Derek Hawk should have just, could have just been like, you know what? Toss up here. We're done. Just tank. Yep. And maybe I'll go somewhere else. Um, Didn't give up. But he showed that he's a huge, he's a big leader in that, you know, he told the team, Listen. We're still in this. We're not going to let all these things that are happening outside our organization stop us, from, our stop us from what our goal is. And that's playoffs and possibly a Super Bowl. And then I'll see the whole thing with the late John Madden. Um, that motivates them. Speaking of that, that was a great tribute they did. That, was, this, that is a huge motivation to them. 
I think they, they, they're going to run on that. Um, like, the Raiders, there's nothing bad you could say. Chargers, same thing, nothing bad you could say. They will get in the playoffs next year, though. I guarantee you. You know the... You Have you watched Star Wars? A little bit. You know how in one of the movies, Anakin looks over his shoulders with the orange eyes and there's fire in the background? Uh, if I yeah. show you, you'll remember. But the, for the viewers, you guys know what I'm talking about. I saw on, a tw- on Twitter someone posting that and saying that is Justin Herbert next year. Justin Herbert's going to win MVP next year. He is going to take this loss and he's going to just go on a rampage next year. So you think he's going to be pissed? Oh, I think he's going to be very, very motivated to get in the playoffs next year. Um, but like I said, the Chargers getting better and better than Herbert. Obviously, Maybe franchise quarterback. But what a game that was like. Man, what a game. I haven't seen a game like that in a while. Brian Edwards. Man, dude's very underrated. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. And it was good that they had Darren Waller back. Um, so get a chance to do much, but I still think he's... Just him being on the field, I think, helps. I think, well, in my opinion, he's a top five tight end in the league. Oh, 100%. Um, I do think the Raiders do make a possibly a huge run. Or at least put up a fight. And if they win the Super Bowl, obviously, like you said... Well, if they win the Super Bowl... Wow. Carr might be a Hall of Famer at that point. I, if the Raiders win the Super Bowl, I will streak down my street. <laughs> because what it would be for the Raiders to win a Super Bowl. Just saying. Especially Derek Carr, too. And with everything that happened this year, for them to win the Super Bowl, wow. But even if they just got there, it would be just for Madden. Just get there, too. It would be for Madden. It would, it, would, it would be a good story. I don't think it happened, but what a... What a Great, what a season they've had. Great tribute last night, too. That is, they showed the definition of when things get tough, do not give up. Just keep moving forward. That's the definition. They, and they showed it. But let's get into the segment that we've been doing. The top 10 wide receivers this year since the season ended. So who finishes in the top 10? Let's go trade for trade. At number one, I got... Without question, Devonta Adams. I th- I don't think there's a question. Mine also. Yeah. So I have Hopkins at two. You have Hopkins. I don't have Hopkins in my top ten. He he have- didn't he didn't really play much this year, and he's obviously fell off this year. I think he regains his old self next year. But at number two, I got Cooper Cup. He's my three. Cooper Cup is a top two wide receiver after what he's done this year. He's top five now for sure. Oh, 100%. percent. I knew Cooper Cup back in twenty eighteen. I knew him. He was very young, very underrated. Torres ACL, I think if the Rams had him, they win the Super Bowl. That year they went yep. there? Mm-hmm. I think they, they win it. But obviously that was a huge blow. But now you see what you can get from Cooper Cup. So I got him at two. At three, who did you say you have? Oh, you had Cooper yeah. at three. I have Justin Jefferson. He's my five. I have Justin Jefferson. Um, Cause I, think, dude, I think he had 3,000 yards this year. No, he had a thousand something, but like, damn, Justin no, Jefferson. I, mean, like, I think he's had three thousand over his first two years. Yeah, dude is really, really good, and he is on pace to be better than Randy Moss in the Minnesota. He has a chance to be the best Minnesota Vikings wide receiver of all time. He's over, on pace. Over Randy Moss, over Chris. Hundred percent. Look at the first two years Justin Jefferson has done has been doing. And he stayed healthy. He hasn't been hurt yet. Exactly. I remember saying last year. Because I'm not a guy that likes one-year wonders. I don't like to just immediately be like, oh, he's good after one year. I'm not that guy. I like to see 
it's the second year. How good, how good are you? If anything, his second year was better than his first year. So, um, yeah, I got just Jefferson at three. At four, who do you got? Four, I have Jamar Chase at four. I have Jamar at four, too. Dude's insane. Him and Jefferson are insane. At five, who do you have? Jefferson. I have Debo. I have Debo. Debo is very good. Um, at six, who do you have? Uh, I had Debo, and okay. then I had Van Jefferson. At seven? Yeah. All right, at six, I have Tyree Kill. At seven, I have Stephon Diggs. Um, at eight, who do you have? AJ Green. I have DJ Moore. Well, like, because I did, like, you're doing top ten. I did five and five, like, underrated, too. So oh, okay. These are my underrated people. I have AJ Green. He had a all right here. I have DJ Moore. I forgot for, to ev- put. For everything the Panthers have gone through this year, DJ Moore is in the top ten for receiving. He's very underrated. Um, I forgot to put Diggs on my list. Who do you have at nine? Emmanuel Sanders. Diggs is running mate. I couldn't decide between yeah, him. Yeah, I have Tyler I Lockett. decide between him and Cole Beasley. I have Tyler Lockett. Very under... um, Very, very good, obviously. Obviously, the Seahawks. The Seahawks didn't really have that big of a bad year to finish it off. They're 7-10. and 10. They still won more... Than, they still won seven games. And I was... It looked bad at the beginning. Russ getting hurt. Is yeah. Like- oh, if Russ didn't get hurt, I think they make the playoffs. But, um... If you look at it from when the season started, they were terrible. They didn't finish the season that bad. Like they're still seven and ten. They beat the. Cardinals that's a, if that's a bad year, we already know what the good year is. Winning a Super Bowl. So huh. last um, one, last one. I have Randall Cobb. I have Deontay Johnson. I have Deontay. I think he's very underrated and very good at the same time. I'll take I'll take out Emmanuel Sanders and I'll throw Stephon Diggs in there though. Okay. All right, now let's get into the wild card predictions. Um, Raiders, Bengals, five versus four. Who do you got? I have Bengals, but I wouldn't be surprised if Raiders win. I, I'm the same thing. I got the Bengals because they're at home, but I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it comes off a of game-winning field goal. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. After what I saw the Raiders do last night, mm-hmm. I'm convinced that this will be a closer game. Like Before, I thought, oh, Bengals are just going to blow whoever they face out. If mm-hmm. it was the Raiders or the Chargers, well, actually, Chargers. I felt at first I thought Chargers would put up a better fight if they won versus them. But mm-hmm. after what I saw that in that game last night, yeah, I think the Raiders will put up just as much of a fighting chance as the Chargers. Oh, 100. I think it, I think both teams could hit 40 points, and I think it comes off a gaming field goal. But I do got the Bengals winning. Um, Patriots Bills six versus three. The third time in the season that they are facing off against each other. So we kind of have, we kind of know what's. Well, to I expect. mean, it's kind of when you think about it, this is kind of fitting to have a third game because now we they will see who won in the season. Yeah, now series. we will see who is the king of the AFC East right now. Um, or the best in the East, not the king. The kings we already know is Belichick and Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Bills, but I know you were saying earlier you're concerned about Mac. Jones. I am concerned about Mac. Might um, as well talk I about think I think he hit the rookie wall at the wrong time. Well, I the think last this. Four games he was I bad. think this is the rookie wall that he's hitting. Um, I am concerned, but I gotta take playoff bill. I gotta take playoff bill over um the Bills. I got there is a game in Buffalo, but I listen. I got the Patriots. I think the Patriots win. I think it's close, but I wouldn't be shocked that the Bills win because the only way the Bills win is if Mac Jones struggles. But like like I said, Bill Belichick. I can't bet against Bill Belichick 
unless I see. I can't bet against them. And plus, to be honest, I think the Patriots were game planning last night. I think they were testing plays out to play in the wild card. So I think they used the Dolphins game as a trap game and just to see what they can do moving forward. But I got the Patriots. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if the Bills win. Eagles, Bucks. I think this is a great game. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. Um, I think Hurst is very underrated. Who do you got winning? Taking bias out from being a Giants fan and wanting the Eagles to lose. Tampa Bay just, one, it's in Tampa Bay. Two, they have a hell of a lot better team. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to win. And you were saying you think it's going to be close, but I think it's just going to be a route. I think it's going to be close because of what happened with Buccaneers Washington last year in the wild card. I think the Eagles are better this year than the Washington but team the, last year. Um, the only reason I think it would be a route is because when you think about it, Eagles didn't get in the playoffs on their own. They had to have help from Green Bay to get in. So true. it's not like they did the yeah. job on their own. And then from what the Cowboys did to them, that shows if, if they didn't get I, the Green Bay to help them, they would have been a little I do say that. this. They did rest their starters. So um, I, think it, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be close, but I got Tampa Bay. I can't bet against Tom. This, Even though this, Hurts is your, one of your guys. Hurts is one of my guys, but Brady's my guy. Um, so I got to take Tom Brady in the Bucks. 49ers, Cowboys. I want to take 49ers. Oh, I'm taking 49ers. I'm taking bias. Yeah, oh, I'm taking 49ers. I, 49ers. I, think it's, I think the 49ers is destroying the But But going back Cowboys. to what I said, as I stated to you, the Cowboys, with that win against the Eagles, they went undefeated against our whole division, but there's they were still 6-5 and five against non-divisional opponents for the rest of the league, which means that unless they're playing a team in our division, they suck because they either struggle to be a good team or they completely lose altogether. Listen, so it shows they're not a good team unless they're playing division rivals. Listen, the 49ers are a sleeping team. We saw that yesterday on what they can do if Jimmy G doesn't turn the ball over. I got the 49ers. I, I, and you said this is helping out Trey Lance, too. Oh, dude, I, I really am a huge believer in the 49ers right now. I got the 49ers over the Cowboys. I, I'm true. still hearing rumors that they might move on from Garoppolo and let Lance be the guy, but mm-hmm. I don't think Shanahan likes him that much. I don't know. Trey Lance. But can I I want to say this. I wouldn't be shocked if the 49ers mess around and get to the NFC Championship. I wouldn't be shocked. Who you see him playing, though? I think Green Bay. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> um... This is a t- not tough one, but tough one for me to want to talk about. The Steelers versus Chiefs. We obviously know what happened a couple of weeks ago. Who are you picking? I want. Who are I, you gonna pick? Like, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. But I have been rooting this for game, the Steelers ever since Roethlisberger's. Listen, I, I would love a Super Bowl win in Big Ben's last year, or at least a playoff win. I don't. Your team. After and, what I saw last time they faced off, this is a blowout. Yeah, I was about to say, don't don't get mad at me for saying this. I don't think your team is Super Bowl caliber. caliber oh no, yeah, I, in a in a in a fantasy world, Super Bowl. Especially we're not, not gonna get not it. last year. Your team wasn't caliber either. I just this like. That's why you said you're not. Out of watch all it. teams, we have to get we have to get the Chiefs. You're not gonna watch it. <laughs> no, I am. It's just. Out of all the teams, we really got to get the Chiefs. See, that, that's probably the one reason why you guys wouldn't have been mad if there was a tie. Then, <gasps> I, I would have been fine not making the playoffs. Knowing you have to play them regardless of yeah. who won that game. Yep. Well, that, that looks like we got reason. the Chiefs. Now, if you were getting the beginning of the season, Chiefs, that, that's different. Oh, they man. sucked at the beginning of the year. So if you had those Chiefs... I think this different. game's going to be worse than the game before. I why? Really because do. it's in KC again? Listen, 30-3 to three game last game. 36-10. to 10. 
36 to 10. Imagine this, dude. I feel bad. And what a game Big Ben's going to... What a send-off, really. Like, My Giants had a- I wish we just had a send-off. Like, we win yesterday and that's it. And wish that was our send-off. So you wish you weren't making the playoffs? Kind of, yeah. I kind of do. Um... No, I think the perfect send-off would have been if you had a home game for your last game and then yeah. you guys weren't making the playoffs and you won at home. That That's the perfect send-off. Last one. Um, cards, Rams. See, Third both, time they're facing off this year. Both teams are struggling, though. Didn't they Didn't they each take a game against each other yep. in the regular season, though? Mm-hmm. Going, going back to what I said earlier, Stafford with his inconsistency, mm-hmm. this might come back to hurt him, but... But we also Kyler Murray. Yeah, Cardinals were also on that three-game losing skid as well. So mm-hmm. this is why this is one of those games I'm on the fence about because I don't know who to pick because both teams towards the end of the season were not that good. Mm-hmm. Who are you picking? I'm on the fence. You you could go first because now I got I think it's a close, close game. I got the Rams up. I think defense is better. I think the defense will – I think it's going to be a tough game. But I think with the closing moments in the game, I think the Rams pull it out. Um, I'll say Rams too, but my reason is because, like you said, I think the defense, if anything, oh, the I, defense. Feel, I feel like the offense would choke, defense would be what saves Yeah, I do think the, this is the only win the Rams going to get this year in the playoffs. I don't think they're getting to the NFC Championship. After what I saw yesterday, blowing a 17-0 lead and Stafford's picks, they're not making no Super Bowl. They're not making no NFC Championship. I'd be shocked. The second that they lost those three games, including coming off the bye week and still losing, mm-hmm. I'd be really that's shocked. That's the time that we started downing them. But let's get into the NBA. Clay Thompson. Clay Day, as I call him. 941 days. Since he last played, which is two years ago. Almost more than two years ago. Um... I obviously we didn't. I I didn't watch the game. You didn't watch the game. No, I did watch the game. You did. I wa- I was watching this game and the Chargers okay. Raiders. One um, at the same time. I will say, you know, I'm not big on basketball, um, so that's really your topic. But it is nice to see him back in the NBA. But the Warriors are my favorites to win. They're what thirty three nine. Um, first in the conference. First in the conference without Clay, and now you're getting the Splash Bros back. Yikes! He dropped. He dropped seventeen. I didn't expect him to. Drop. How many minutes did he play? They had. They said they're gonna have him run the season on like fifteen twenty minutes. Imagine him. Imagine him at full at the his whole minutes. Wow! I do he, think the word dropped seventeen. I didn't expect him to drop twenty. Uh-huh. I to be honest, like not to hate or anything. I didn't expect him to drop ten, but mm-hmm. that's because he hasn't played in so long. You're not just gonna expect a guy to come out. And yeah, drop 40. I I did. Um, I loved. What the team did, and I think it's because of Steph Curry rocking Clay Thompson jerseys walking into the game. Also, when his name was announced in the lineup. Yeah, I loved watching that. You know, I definitely saw he tried to hold back tears. Um, you know, like like for him to go through an injury. Come then, back, then get another Then in one. rehab, you tear again. That's that's tough. It, mentally, that can mess you up. Um, but he didn't stop. He didn't stop, and you know he, after he two did, years, he did make their first basket of the game too. It was mm-hmm. a nice little floater. I do want to say this: he is, you know, Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Clay Thompson's right behind him, dude's insane. But um, it was good to have him back. Good for him to rebound because you don't like to see injuries. But what's better than someone? 
Actually, no, I can't say that. That sounds bad. Um, it's always good to see a player rebound after two injuries, like what he's gone through. Two major injuries. Two major ACL and then Achilles. Left, left ACL, right Achilles. Like that's not something you know everyone comes back from. That's something that you know you could. If if I were him, I could have men- mentally been like, listen, clearly I don't have it. I I'm, I don't know if I can rebound out to this. He, like, he's like he's like Derrick Rose. He didn't want to give up. Listen, that's that's where the respect comes into because you, I would have easily quit. Honestly, I would have been like, do I even have like, it anymore? Do I have it anymore? Like he's a Hall of Famer. He doesn't have to worry about that. But he does help the Warriors. Trying, I think they win it all. Um, he fought to get back. He was in the gym every day. Rehabbing, but that's major respect. Rehabbing. Major respect for him to come back after two years. A lot of that can mentally hurt you. Like I, like I keep saying, like it could really make you rethink your career. How befitting it was a home game he returned to. Exactly. It's just. It means more that it was a home game. I'm happy you returned because it shows people and younger kids nowadays. Listen, no matter what you're going through, if you just keep your mind okay, um, and it could help with their mental health. You know, he could show that. Listen. Doesn't matter what you're going through. I went through two major surgeries, missed two years of my career, but I didn't. I didn't give up, and I'm back. Um, put your mind to it, and it will come true. Don't keep working hard at it. Don't give up. Um, even when someone else could is saying, you know, give up. You're not coming back. You're not gonna, or you're not good enough. Prove them wrong. So, um, a lot of respect to Clay. Like I've already had before. Clay is just, man. One one thing I didn't like, and even the commentators said it. I mean, I understood, but like they, the every player on the Warriors was trying to just feed Clay the ball and give him the shots. Like, yeah, I know you're trying to get him back into the swing mm-hmm. of things, but you still got to play within your offense. You yeah. can't just feed it to one player because he was hurt. I think and the only person, the only two people that can really, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Prosper. That can really help Clay get back to his old self. Curry. It's Curry and Draymond. Those are the only two guys. I I feel like if without Hello. those two guys, it's going to be hard for the Warriors to be where they are. Those have been his running buddies since the beginning. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I think Green, and I know this is a bold take, Green, Thompson, Curry could be arguably the best big three. Uh, right now? Or- no, of all time. Like... They've always been in contention. They've always um. They've won an NBA championship. Dude's just gonna look over LeBron. They beat LeBron in the playoffs. No, so I'm they talking, have I'm that. Talking about his Miami days. Listen, I honestly truly think the Warriors versus that Miami team. I think the Warriors take it. I really do. I really really do. Like, Clay Thompson, Draymond. Curry, I I just I don't I don't know. It just this we thought the Warriors without Thompson thirty three and nine, pretty damn good team. If Thompson gets back to full strength, I watch out. Watch, I think they're winning the NBA championship. I really do. Um, and Curry is statistically having his best season that he's ever had oh, right now. Yeah, regardless. Listen, so. it's just. 
man, it's, I, there, I'm at a loss of words, but I'm also happy Clay Thompson got came back and everything. Um, that's really all I got to say. Did you see? Did you see the press conference clip? Nope. I saw the clip on TikTok. They like he said he's really happy to be back and mm-hmm. like just for him to look at the stat line and see his name there, which he said minus two. That's not that good, but just to see my name there and to have points, even though I missed a bunch of shots. I'm just happy. I do want to say, um, you know, there's definitely clips during the season that, you know, you could definitely see Clay Thompson getting, you know, getting upset that he's not, he wasn't out there. So this is a huge boost, confidence booster for him because now he's finally able to help his team. The past couple, the past two years, he, he's, he's, he's forced he had, to watch from home. Yes, he, yeah, forced to watch and he has to be like thinking, I could help. I want to be out there. I could help. I could change a lot of the outcomes. But now he's back, and um, it's that, actually a good thing they didn't rush him back because I think this he could add a couple more years because of the two years he missed, he, those are two more years he could stay playing. If they rushed him back, he could have got hurt again. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like Kobe, like the Kobe situation, one of the greatest to ever do it, rest in peace. Near the end of his career, he's suffered so many injuries, and this is where I have respect. But I also wish he just... Kind of just sat out. Let your body recover. He didn't recover. He didn't let his body recover because he wanted to keep playing for the fans coming in. Um, so it could have its upside, but it also could have its downfall. But I think um, I understand it could be tough really trying to run a comeback quicker. Don't come back quicker. Save yourself. And um, I just think, you know, what a good thing to see by Clay Thompson. That's all I'm going to say. I know, I know, like, for sports, not, like, basketball, football, all these sports, when you get hurt, you want to be out there with your team. You mm-hmm. don't want to be forced to watch from the sidelines. And, like, especially if your team's struggling, if you were out there, your team might not be struggling as much. But, like, yeah. for him to be, like, upset that he couldn't play, but he didn't personally himself make himself rush back when he knew he wasn't ready even he though you could himself, be like i really want to go out there i'm gonna go out there he but- gave himself the time to heal mm-hmm. even even with the acl thing even though like he was in training camp getting his body prepared then he unfortunately got hurt again yeah but like, i remember i remember seeing on the notification when he was rehabbing achilles tear i remember being like damn now another year is gonna go by without him in there I really thought we saw the last of Clay. I really do believe we saw the last of Thompson. Um, because how do you come back from two injuries like this? Um, like, how, how do you just, like, much respect for Clay for not giving up. But that's all I got to say. Um, anything closing arguments, closing topics, closing um, uh, anything? Did you hear what people are saying about Baker? What? Oh, we got to cover that. Baker, um, Brown's retaining Baker for at least another year. I think it's a good move, but what were you going to say? I saw some fans unhappy about that because I saw some people say they think that Baker Mayfield is just Johnny Manziel without booze. Listen, Brown's fans, you were never um, on my nerves. Now you are. Um, You're still go almost- with the death threats. To go with, oh, I think we could be Super Bowl contenders. Listen, you had 20 years. Of misery, suffering. misery, terrible quarterbacks. You got one that you got in Baker Mayfield. In my opinion, the greatest quarterback they've ever had. At and, least in recent memory. Yeah, in recent memory. And he's winning you games. Yes. He has his turnovers. And yes, you didn't win this year. He won you a playoff game. 
be I, happy about that. Again, he was playing for you guys while being hurt. Like, just come on. He, we will see a lot from him this year. We will see it'll be it's a make or break this year, and then we will finally see. But like, give a guy so, a break. Like, so, as someone who's high on Baker, how do you feel about him having this fifth year that they're going to keep? Oh, I think it's huge. I think it's huge, and I think he got to show them on the guy, on the guy, because they could really move off of him if they want after next year. So if I'm him, I'm going to have my best year, and I think they get back in the playoffs. Just like, just like with Giants, with Barkley, like next year is his year too. Mm-hmm. And that Bears game really helped him because he already said, I think I told you this, I'm not sure if I covered it in an episode. He already said he wants to spend his whole career as a New York mm-hmm. Giant. So if he really wants it to happen, hopefully next year he can have a good year and be, I'm not, I don't, I don't think he'll ever be back to his rookie self, oh, but yeah, no. be somewhere very close to there. And he's that, somewhat that productive. That'll help him out. Yeah, I agree. And that that's why you were saying earlier you think Brian Flores would be perfect for Barkley because oh. you said he would help him out big time. And Harbaugh. Like, I think that would be a perfect fit because they played against each other in college. And Harbaugh would really make get Barkley to be himself. And I think he, his system would be great under Barkley. So I really you do. you think Barkley could get back to his old self? Not like fully back to himself, but somewhat. I truly think that. So, But... That's all I got for right now. And since we're talking about the Giants, before we wrap it up, I just showed you the notification. Mm-hmm. Gettleman just announced his retirement. Either way, good riddance. I personally wish that we would have signed him to a longer contract just to fire him. Because it's I, just I feel like he deserves to go out getting fired. Not he should have never got that job. And I understand. Oh, the Giants hired him off the success in Carolina. He did not. He is not responsible for that success. Are you kidding me? That's Ron Rivera and Cam Newton. That ain't no freaking... Um, I think it'd be it for Cam, too. Yeah, listen. Gettleman should have never got the job in the first place. I don't know why we fired that last dude that we had. Because I just showed you. Gettleman's 19 and 46. Bro, it's just, it just shows how clueless the Giants are right now. The other dude brought us two championships, winning record, made the playoffs almost every year. So it just shows how clueless the New York Giants are right now. But, you know, That's why you say let's see what happens. You know, I think we should get Joe Judge fired in the next couple of days, and we'll see what happens. I want to know who we should get as GM. Do you know any good GMs on the market? Colbert is retiring, so I can't say him. Who? Kevin Colbert, um, the Steelers GM. Um, I want to say Ryan Pace or Rick Spielman. They both got fired, so I don't know if I want to go that direction. Um, here's the thing we know a lot about GMs in basketball and baseball because they're a huge factor. There's not football is that one sport that like you can't, you don't know all the GMs, so you don't know what to do. I would, oh man, I try and go in and get Lewis Riddick. Oh yeah, you were telling me that before. I'd go and get Lewis Riddick. Giants fan too. I would go and get Lewis Riddick, even though he's a commentator for Monday Night. Listen, he knows football. He knows football. He's played it. He did. Yeah. Um, I really think I would. I would sign him. I think he could really turn your franchise around. Um. So I think that's the move. And if if we get rid of Joe Judge, I wonder if maybe getting a former like. I'm not saying they have to be a former player of our team, but someone who actually played. Maybe I don't give a damn. Really I don't give a damn. That name, the for whoever, but really the Giants. If you fire Joe Judge, which should happen, 
I don't want to see no other names being hired as the head coach unless it's these two names, Harbaugh Flores. and Flores. Done. I if gonna, I don't see those two names called, I am going to be very, very upset. I was going to make a running gag joke. See what what if we Who? maybe had what if we maybe got Eli, but he's doing that thing with Peyton. Now, yeah. So. No, it's just Flores and Harbaugh should be G. Um. Well, Harbaugh is a different story. It's his choice whether or not he wants to. Um. It's his choice if he wants to leave Michigan or if he doesn't. So Harbaugh's a. Flip a coin, it's up to him. Because as you said, he never got no. It's, he never it's got really, terminated from San Francisco. Listen, it's his, it's his choice. It's not where, oh, it's up to the team. If he wants to come to the NFL, a team's going to hire him. Highest winning percentage by a college coach in the NFL. Like, come on. Um, but with Brian Flores, his name should be called. I expect him to be head coach next year for another team. Because it is... Blast for me to not have him as a head coach next year. Like, blast for me. Um, and then I know as a Steelers fan, you said maybe they should do what the Patriots do and have Tomlin be GM and head Listen, coach. Listen, Tomlin's never had a losing season. Belichick's making it work, so. Exactly. But I do want to say this, and I know there could be backfire, but it, you know, I have this, um, I have um, suggestions to prove it or whatever word I'm looking for. I got Bill O'Brien that should at least, at least, at the minimum, get an interview. The reason why I say Bill O'Brien's name. Take out his last year in Houston. Because that was just terrible. Who has he worked out for with quarterbacks? Because that's really the biggest thing. He's been to the playoffs. But here's the quarterbacks that he's worked with. Tom Brady. Deshaun Watson. Mac Jones. Bryce Young. Um... Someone else. Who who am I missing? Who's the last quarterback out of Alabama? It wasn't was it Hurts? No, he's Damn, like, oh. who am I missing? Someone. There's someone I'm missing. I know that. But um he's also been a, obviously he's been to the playoffs, he's won. At least give him an interview. At least, at least. This like I'm not saying do it. I think he could work out again. But no matter what, my first two things I'm saying is Harbaugh and Flores need to be hired immediately. Immediately. Because those... If Harbaugh comes. If Harbaugh wants to. But Brian Flores is the one that he needs to... And I can go all day about this. Needs to be hired by the end of the week. Because it is the stupidest thing I've seen by the Miami Dolphins. You said it was blasphemous. Like, how the f- do you fire a guy after helping you win? I can understand if you go 2-14 and 14 this year. Or if you had that type of record all three years he was there. You went 9-8, and eight, and then last year you went 10-5. and five. Two was getting better. Like, two was getting better. It's not two, like two was getting worse. Two was getting better. I really think if the Dolphins kept Flores, they make the playoffs next year. I really believe that. Stupid move by the Dolphins. Stupid move. But that's it for me. You want you don't want to talk about who you want to tra- who you think Steelers should go get a quarterback now, because you were not happy if you have to listen. I did hear. I will say this: Deshaun Watson will be traded, and he will be back next year, which is a good thing to see. I want to see Watson back because I do believe Watson wins the Super Bowl. Now you said he, you said you saw he's going to be traded before free agency. Yep, he's going to be betra- traded before free agency, which is isn't that after the draft? No, before the draft. No. 
I, I, I got to look at it. But we will have Deshaun Watson back in the league, I think, next year. And um, he will bring whoever he goes to. They will be in Super Bowl contention. Because Watson is, like, Watson is just generational talent. I know you said earlier the only way you'd be kind of understanding if they why they got rid of Flores is if they're trying to get Watson now. But yeah, and you have a head coach that wants Watson. But like this now this makes me wonder about Tua's future in the in Miami. Because Flores was 100% confident in um Tua. He convinced What him if the head coach that you bring in isn't confident? Now see now just firing a guy. It's not a simple thing where you fire a head coach that's doing good and you bring someone in and, like, it's not that simple. A quarterback, like, Tua's future is in doubt. So much is in doubt after a firing. It's not like, oh, I'm a fire a guy, I'm going to bring a guy in. It's not as simple as you think. Like the Giants. You fire Joe Judge, what if the head coach you bring in doesn't want Jalen Jones there? It's not as simple as people think it is. Like... It goes way beyond, like way beyond just a oh, simple, oh, I'm going to fire you. I'm going to bring this guy in and it'll work out. It's not that, because if that was simple, everyone would be doing it. The Lions would be Super Bowl champions if that worked out. But it's not. So, um, like I said, stupid, stupid move by the Dolphins. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy to hopefully see Watson back in the league next year or this year. Um, yeah, I do wonder who he goes to. Who would you like him to go to? I will express that. I mean, he said he wanted to go to either Denver or oh, maybe Miami. And, and, and who, do you, who do you think you see him go to? I was going to say Miami, but I saw a lot of improvement in Tua this year, so I'm going to go with Denver this time. Because he I got two go teams. there also. I got two teams in mind. You guys. I do want to see Watson in my Steelers uniform. Taking the bias out of it. Um, I think he puts the Steelers in Super Bowl, in Super Bowl who, contention. Who do you think would be better for Steelers Super Bowl contention? Watson or Rodgers, though? <sighs> oh, damn. I don't want to answer that. <laughs> there is a tough one for you. There because is. you have a younger guy in Watson. But then you got Rodgers, who's, who most, likely like gonna, who's most likely going to guarantee you at least a championship. Who looks like he doesn't age. <sighs> I'll go Rodgers. And who's the other team you can see Watson? I got Denver, like you said. I got Denver. Um, that would mean you guys get Drew Locke then. Potentially. I don't know. But, dude, listen. If the Broncos get Deshaun Watson, I think Denver's better than Kansas City. I still think you got to do something with that receiving court. Like, right now, and I know people are going to disagree, but look at the stats. Watson's better than Mahomes. What has Watson worked with in Houston? What has Mahomes been given? In my eyes, Watson's better, and I think Watson has a better career than Patrick Mahomes. So, just saying. Last thing I want to touch on, you said you wanted to talk about that, that clip that we saw on TikTok of the Steelers dancing the locker room right. with Tomlin. You yeah. said you were going to talk about that. You, right. you, you, you hit me up about it, and this is what I'm going to say. I know I've been critical about TikTok and football and not having it be in the locker room. But there is that one exception. You come in up, at that moment, they didn't think they were making the playoffs. So that's, that's an exception. But it's also the end of an era. Big Ben's leaving. You have such a group of young guys. At least celebrate a little bit. Celebrate Big Ben's last ride. 
going into the playoffs. That, that's the one exception. Everything else, there would be no more exceptions. Hmm. I promise you that. Promise you that. But, um, you know, that's all I got right now. That's it for me. What an episode. This was the new longest one that we've had. We're at an hour and something minutes, so. Um, 23. Yeah. Hour 23. Listen, we hope to have this. We're hoping to have a better video. We're going to try and get the video. We're trying to have better setup. You said that's the goal by the end of this year. Yeah. And the year just started, so we got plenty of time. It's mm-hmm. not like we got to start. But listen. Um, busting down. I know, obviously, if you're tuning in. Um, you know, the logo and stuff and the name isn't changed yet to all time greatness. We're working on that. We're getting that done. We're getting that figured out. It's not as simple as you guys may think. It's, it's not. Um, you got to go through a whole business. You got to go through so much things to just even get it figured out. If you want to keep a name like an all time greatness. Like there's so much that is behind the scenes that um, I have to go through personally. Because I'm the one that's kind of in charge. I don't have other people helping me. I don't have, well, I'm not going to put you on blast. You know, you're helping me a little bit. But like, it's not where it's like, I have a million dollars and I could just make it happen in one day. I have to go through a process. You wish you could. I wish I could. <laughs> trust me. Um, but it's, it's a whole process. Um, but, you know, that's, yeah, that's the goal I'm saying. You know, the, I will say the goal is by August. That's the goal. But worst case scenario, by December of this year, we'll be able to get all that stuff figured out. Um, Welcome to I wanted listeners. to maybe bring in another person. I don't think that's happening. I think we are going to bring in a couple people just for the video reasons. You know, video recorders, um, audio people, editors. Um, looking, We're looking at that... Um, avenue that road um but right now we're fine with how it is um i'm happy with it are you happy with it i'm happy with it. hey we're recording this episode back where it all started um so it, it kind of has a memory of its own um but we're trying to transform this thing so this won't be happening anymore i don't think but hey first time live back to back couple like four you know no we're we're back and we're seeing each other you know when we're not over camera um over zoom due to covid um but you know i feel good i got my energy back Mm. i feel healthy but um yeah welcome to any new potential listeners we have right now Mm -hmm. definitely go back and check all our old episodes but man, this this might be by far one of the best episodes. But um, yeah, that's it for me. And there, might, and there might be more because from now till Wednesday, there's a lot of stuff in the league that could still happen. But what do you think? Like now that football season's done, what are we gonna start talking about NBA. now? NBA. Because <laughs> I know you don't really watch. Nope. It, so we're like... we're start bringing that in. Um, baseball's lockout. Um, in a lockout. Yeah, they're in a lockout. Um, tell me more. But I, I truly believe this will be the best NFL offseason to date. I do. You said of all time yesterday. So, so, so many moves. Like, look, at it's the Black Monday they so-called. Don't call me no racist. No, nah, I know. The, the, I, it's called Black Monday. The first Monday after the season is always Black Monday. The reason why is because t- 
teams want to make moves, like personnel wise, so they can get ready for the offseason. Coaches, season. players, and exactly, um, etc. Within an hour, at eight o'clock this morning, we had three, four we coaches. Have four coaches let go and fired. One more stupid than the other three. Well, maybe two, but so like, there's gonna be more moves. If plus a Watson trade, if that happens, like Rogers trade, maybe this this endless things. Um, but um, yeah, that's it for me. Before we go, trade or fire Joe Judge. Exactly. As a Giants fan, mm-hmm. fire Joe Judge. Oh yeah. I'd like to come on here on Wednesday, and he's gone. I was high on him before when the season. No, no, he first. he fired himself. Yeah, I truly he, believe he, he fired, fired himself. himself. I was high on him going into the season because we barely missed out on the playoffs yeah, you last improved. year. You improved. Now you went straight down. Like there's like he blows my mind. Our offense, I think, with him, our offense got worse because we barely missed the oh, playoffs yeah. last year, and now our defense with our defense was ranked fifteenth this year. I think we were somewhere in that range again this year, so our defense is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's just the offense. One guy, I will say this before we go, that should be in contention, might not get a head coaching job, but that deserves it, or at least a head offense coordinator job. Daryl Bevel from the Jaguars. Yeah, you forgot to mention him. When Urban Meyer got let go, you can see the whole Jacksonville Jaguars as a team got better. The offense scoring more. He did that also with the Lions last year when he um when Matt Patricia was let go. They started improving. He's showing himself as potentially down the line be a future head coach because he's making the team look better. Like Jacksonville yesterday, look at how good they were. That could be what the future holds. I know you were, for like the whole good chunk of the season, you were high on Eric Bieniemy getting a head coaching job. I don't But, I, but no. you said you saw one thing. I saw a clip that really makes me concerned. I, I think good. teams should shy away from the enemy. I do. I think there's so many, like I, like I named, there's so many coaches I would take before the enemy. Flores, Harbaugh, Caldwell, Peterson, Bill O'Brien, maybe Vic Vangio, so many other guys. So, um, before I hit the enemy. But um, I do want to say coach of the year, Mike Vrabel. I, want him, I think he should win coach of the year. For what he's done with Tennessee this year, losing Derrick Henry, obviously he's come back, but losing Derrick Henry, all the um, substitutes you had to put in, like, man deserves coach of the year. So I said before I thought maybe B-Flow should get it just because... Well, no. <laughs> Imagine that. B-Flow wins it. I don't know how, but... I don't know why I saw people saying they should fire Vrabel. No, you can't fire him. He's, da- he's too damn good now. And I, th- I told you earlier today, it's kind of perfect timing that they clinch first seed because Hen- Henry, Henry comes Henry, back. Henry was good to go yesterday, but they rested him because they're, they're trying mm-hmm. to get him nice Henry's and back, so now that gives you an extra two weeks. Well, no. Yeah, extra two weeks because they clinched the, Last week by. and this week, those are two weeks. But listen, if Henry doesn't miss a beat and you can get... And they this, said in practice he's been going full speed. Listen, he's if not, he can get back to his old King Henry self... Watch out. Holy... Watch but out. here's the thing. He hasn't played in what? Three since, mo- week, since week eight? That's a lot of time. That's ten games. That's a lot of time from real action, like getting hit and just, is he going to have some rust? That's that's the question I'm thinking. And that's the concern I'm having is which Hen- Rich Henry are you going to get? 
That's the question. Because that's all depending on this. I don't think you get to the Super Bowl with just Tannehill. I think you need Henry. And it just really... You can't, you can't rely on both AJ and Julio to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It just it really depends on which Derrick Henry you're going to get. But we don't know because Henry hasn't been injured. So it's, it's hard to be like, okay, well, we've seen Henry come back from injury. We don't know. So um, I thought I thought personally for me I thought he was invincible to getting injured. Like, me too. Looked, I thought he just looked I like that, that one person that can't get injured. Insane, but um, yeah, that's it for me. A monster. That's it for me. That's it for me. All right, we'll be back Wednesday. Hopefully, we'll get news about Joe Judge getting fired and getting yanked. So right now <laughs> you're rooting for the Giants. Oh, I'll ready. be on my phone. I'll be waiting. <laughs> what a movie it will be. And I'm guessing you're New York Giants fans, this is your Super Bowl parade. If he gets let go, celebrate. Um, but you know, we'll see. This is but, where you'll call me when you see it, because you'll see it before me. Yep. But um, you know, we'll see you Wednesday. I'm Anthony. I'm Paul.